I watch a lot of people putting posts out there that get attention that don't necessarily get good business results. And here's why. Not all attention is good attention. Well, hello there and welcome back into the Direct Selling Accelerator podcast. I'm your host, Sam Hind, and in this episode, which is going to be a power podcast episode, I'm going to be sharing with you the three pieces of content that you need to stop posting now, not next year, not next week, but right now. There are three types of content right now that I know are absolutely not only going to get in your way when it comes to being successful on social media, but are likely to be doing you damage for multiple reasons. So if you are doing any of these three things I'm about to talk about, you absolutely need to reassess your strategy and rethink how you're showing up online for a number of reasons. So let's dive on in. Let's talk about these three pieces of content and why we've got to stop posting them right now. The very first of those is rants, which this podcast kind of a little bit is, but it's in a podcast format. So we're going to get away with it today. But these are the posts that I believe are emotionally damaging. And most importantly, they are reputation damaging. So let's talk about rants for a little moment. The way I see a rant on social media, which usually starts with something like warning rant coming, or here's something that really bothers me, or something that starts off with a very negative tone and continues with that negative tone throughout the post, we've got to be extraordinarily careful of. Here is why. Your audience relates to you or buys from you because they like, know, and trust you. Now, I want you to think about it this way. Social media is a place where just because people don't interact doesn't mean they're not watching. People formulate opinions before they even know they've formulated the opinion. When we show up on social media and we are consistently and constantly having rants, being controversial, creating negative uh, emotional impact for people, what's happening is people are remembering how we made them feel, not what we actually said. Now, I'm not going to pretend that we can't get attention by being negative. It's a little bit like that car crash. So if you were to drive past a car accident, we all know that absolutely every one of us is likely to turn our head to see what's happened. We want to pay attention. We want to know what happened over there. But very few people are going to think to themselves, let's stop the car and get out and run into the middle of the car accident to see what happened. And this is a little bit like doing business with people that are chronic complainers on social media. I watch a lot of people putting posts out there that get attention that don't necessarily get good business results. And here's why. Not all attention is good attention. People may pay attention to what you're doing. They may comment. They may want to weigh in. You may get lots of interaction on your post. You may get lots of people viewing your post. But when it comes to buying from you, when it comes to doing business with you, when it comes to feeling safe and trusting you, the question is, does your content help people feel those things? So not all attention is good attention. 
yep, you can absolutely get on that controversial bandwagon. You can get super emotive with the posts that you put out there. But people will remember you as that person who was negative, emotional, complaining, or controversial, not somebody that they necessarily feel super safe to trust with opinions or with their business. So I want to just caution you there. And if you see somebody else doing this, watch and pay attention and stop and think to yourself, how does that make me feel? Because the likelihood is that's how it's making many other people feel as well. Just remember, people will remember how you made them feel, but not not necessarily what they said. So be very mindful before you put a controversial post, a rant, a complaint out there on social media. If you're going to do it, sandwich it with some positivity. All right. Doesn't mean that you can't put a little bit of a, Hey, here's my opinion on this, but here's a positive spin on it. That may be okay, but you've really got to stop and think, how is this post going to leave my audience feeling at the end of the day? That's the most important thing that we need to be doing is being deliberate and thought through about how we make people feel. So that's number one is the rants, complaints, the controversial posts. Be very mindful about those. The next piece of content that if you are doing this uh, on a regular basis, you absolutely need to stop is link heavy content. These are posts where you share links that take people away from the platforms. Now, I used uh, an S on the end there deliberately because all of the platforms are clamping down hard at the moment on any post containing a link. Why? Because two reasons. Number one, the platforms don't want you to take people away from their platform, especially when it's another platform. (laughs) So we've got to be very mindful of that. Facebook wants people to stay on Facebook. If you post a YouTube link, if you post a link to TikTok or any other platform or even a website, Facebook knows and it knows you're taking people away. So it is less likely to show that post to as many people. Now, there are some flip sides to this, and I'm going to talk through this a little bit in this episode, but just a little reminder, links are something we should use very sparingly. The second reason that you want to use them sparingly is because they're a pattern interrupt. Now, what that essentially means is that when somebody is cruising through Facebook and you send someone away from what they're doing, it it's a pattern interrupt that people don't necessarily welcome. So uh, it also can, can I guess, contribute to that negative feeling that people might have when it was like, ah, I didn't actually want to go anywhere else and now I've got to go back to where I was and I can't find where I was. And it, it's that, that frustrating, you've taken me away from what I was doing situation. So we've also got to be a little bit mindful that maybe our audience also don't want to be taken to an online store or to a YouTube clip that they didn't want to watch. So it will bring me into my next and last point in a moment because I feel that we sometimes um, take people away from what they're doing under false pretenses as well. And I see this happening a lot. It's a real trend at the moment. So Let's just stick with links for a second because I do know as well that this is a really challenging one for many of you because you have links you need to be able to share, whether it's an event, whether you uh, have an online store that you want to take people to, whether you've got um, a tool that you want to be promoting or using that helps you to sell uh, or build the relationship. All of these are very valid and warranted things, but 
we have to use them wisely. So I'm going to point you to a couple of things you can use, particularly on Facebook that will help you with this. The first of those is Facebook actually gives you space to do this on your business page that will make it much easier to share links appropriately and get good real estate. So the first of those is actually your call to action button, which is located right underneath the cover image of your business page, just to the bottom right of it. That call to action button is the one key action that you want people to take when they come to your page. And you can easily share your website there or your online store or even another social media platform or a Facebook group if that's where you want to take people. That call to action button can be changed often and a really good tool that you can use as well is your cover image to draw attention to that call to action button, which is a really great way of getting people to take that step that you want them to take, which is to go uh, elsewhere if there's somewhere that you need them to go. But there is another place that you can promote links and other social media platforms. And that's under your info section on your business page. Now, uh, your info section, Facebook's actually given you the ability now to put a link to any other social media platform quickly and easily. So if you've got a presence on Instagram, on TikTok, on LinkedIn, on Twitter, which is now called X, whatever you might have, you can actually direct people to those platforms quickly and easily in the top part of your business page so they can see that information and click across and you won't be penalized for using those links. Now, if you're using a personal profile and you're thinking, but hang on a minute, I want to get people to click on my links from my personal profile. Well, one of the things that you can do is in your personal profile, over on your about section or your info section there, you can actually put a link to your business page that that tells people that this is your business which is then going to give them access to all of those links there in those places I've just indicated. So there are a couple of options, but the other thing I'm going to throw out there is curiosity and intrigue, guys. Less is more. This is all about relationships. This industry, the platforms, they're all about real, relatable, connecting and having those human-to-human interactions. So I want to just pause you for a moment. If you're thinking about putting a link in a post, ask yourself the question, Is this appropriate for me to put in a post generically to the vast mass of people or would it make more sense for me to create some curiosity and intrigue with this post and actually privately send the link that I'm preparing to send to people privately to those it's appropriate for? So, for example, you would be better off in most circumstances dangling the carrot, getting people curious about the product or the opportunity that you're talking about and having them reach out to you in such a way where you can have a private conversation in Messenger or off the platform altogether, maybe via phone or via email or via text and send them the appropriate link for them that way. They're more likely to click on it for a start and you're not going to lose reach. So ask yourself the question, if I'm thinking of posting a post with a link in it, yep, absolutely. You can do that from time to time. But if you want to get better reach, would you be better off leaving the link out, creating some curiosity and intrigue and have people asking you for more information? I'd hazard a guess that quite possibly 80 to 90% of the time, you could 100% do that and get a better result. So Just think to yourself, do I need to be posting the link to the vast majority of people? Well, 
Good question. (laughs) Hopefully you can answer that. But I also want to ask you how many links do you click on when you see a post like that as well? So uh, less is more. If you're doing this a lot, really scale it back, guys, because the platforms are reducing your reach dramatically. So uh, there's post uh, type number two for you. Post type number three, and this is probably my biggest pet peeve of 2023. I've seen a big trend in this space, and I think we're going to see a big trend towards the platforms clamping down on this massively over the next few months, and this is clickbait. Clickbait looks like a number of things. I want to talk through two specific types right now that are very problematic. The first is accidental clickbait. And I want to warn you about this one because while it looks like something that you should be sharing because it's uh, it's doing everybody a service and a favor, you're actually flagging yourself by doing this. Now, when you see a post that pops up and it says, oh, Facebook has uh, is about to release everybody's photographs as public access that are on the platform or Facebook's making this change where suddenly, uh, you know, this security information is going to be available to people if you don't click on this link and do this and this and this. Um, change uh, what Facebook delivers you by cl- clicking alt-tab, blah, 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 blah. These types of posts are clickbait. They're fake. Okay. I just want to throw it out there right now. They're fake. Now, if you're wondering which of them are fake, which one of them are, which ones are real, I'm going to just, I'm going to stop you here for a little second and ask you to use your common sense and judgment. If it looks like a duck, if it quacks like a duck, guys, it's a duck. If you're asking yourself, could this really be real? Would Facebook really do that? Would I really be uh, getting a post coming up on my feed like this telling me on Facebook's platform, by the way, that Facebook is doing something sneaky and that I've got to do this to get around this sneaky thing that it's doing? Guys, the platform is not stupid. It knows what's out there. It's picking up on this stuff. And if you get picked up as sharing it, you're potentially going to end up in some hot water as well. Now, if you're still unsure, if you're looking at it, you're like, this sounds like it could be legitimate. Google it. Copy the post, put it into Google and say, is this real? Is this legitimate? Is this fake? And I guarantee you, you will find out what you need to know by doing that. I had somebody that did this very, very recently about a post that had come up to say that next week, Facebook's making this huge change and you need to click this link if you don't want this change to happen to you. I told her to put it into Google. She put it into Google and this particular post originated four years ago. It's a post that said next week Facebook's making a change and it originated four years ago. It's been doing the spin all around the globe for all of this time. And the problem was she'd shared it on her main feed. What happened? It opened her up to hacking, spamming, and, of course, the link associated with the post was a link that um, that created a massive security breach for anyone that clicked on it. So essentially what she was doing by sharing that post was creating a security problem for all of her family and friends as well as herself. In addition to that, posts like that do get picked up by the platform and potentially can lead to you being flagged. So be very, very careful what you share. Do your due diligence, use your common sense. And you know what? At the end of the day, if you're unsure, Google it, find out a little bit of information about where that post came from and if it is in fact true. 
The other type of clickbait I want to talk about right now is the one that is driving me insane. And I know it is uh, definitely on the radar for most platforms. And I think we're going to see a big shift in this space. And it is, this is f- a clickbait, but it's hooking people for the wrong reason. Where I'm seeing this coming up most is in short form video where somebody will create a hook and they'll say, here is the thing that changed my life. And people watch the video because the hook is so good. But then down the bottom of the video, it says to find out what the answer is or what happened or what I did or what changed my life, you have to click this link, taking them away from the platform. Now, I'm seeing this happening a lot. It is, it's a technique that people are using to get people to their sales pages, to their online stores, to a sell, to a webinar, whatever it might be. But the reason it's a problem is because it's false clickbaiting. In other words, it's treating people like idiots and making them feel like they're going to get something out of something that isn't actually what's delivered. In other words, if I watch this video, I'm going to get the answer to the hook you just gave me, which is not true. They need to click a link and it's going to take them somewhere else. It's going to sign them up for something. And again, guys, we've got to remember we're dealing with humans at the other end of that screen, of that computer, of that device. So treat them with respect. If somebody is looking at your post, give what you promise to give them. doesn't mean that we can't use clever hooks. I'm all for a good clever hook, but don't take people away under false pretenses. I really believe that the platforms are going to start to really clamp down on people doing this in particular in the direct selling industry. We're already seeing this happening where our industry gets reprimanded more than any other for vast majority of the link sharing and click baiting that is happening. And we don't want that to get any worse. So my encouragement to you is this, use hooks, but give people what you tell them you're going to give them. If they watch that video, make sure you answer the question and then tell them what the value is for them in clicking on the link below, whatever it might be. Treat people with respect and treat them like they've got the smarts to know what's going on because they will know when they get taken away from the platform that it was done under false pretenses. And again, people will not remember what you said, but they will remember how you made them feel. So just because something sounds clever, just because something sounds like it might be uh, successful for somebody else to use, I want you to use that common sense here for a moment because sometimes these tools, these techniques come up as, uh, you know, successful right now. They're that churn and burn mentality that, hey, you know, I've got hundreds of people clicking on my link um, because I'm hooking them in to do it but it's that sort of thing that doesn't last long-term. It's a sort of thing that can, in fact, get you a lot of wins very quickly, but can also burn you very quickly as well. So be very, very mindful. If somebody tells you to use a tool or technique like this, stop and think to yourself, if I was on the receiving end of that, how would that make me feel in the long run? And is this going to be a long-term strategy or is this going to be a strategy that's going to come and go overnight and possibly hurt me in the long run? Just watch observe, pay attention, and always ask yourself the question, how will this post, will this piece of content leave my audience, my customers, my people that I love and respect feeling at the end of the day? And if I was on the receiving end of this piece of content, how would this leave me feeling? Because that 
is what people are going to remember. And guess what? That's what the platform wants you to be taking into account. It wants people to stay on the platform, whether you're using Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, X, TikTok, it doesn't matter. At the end of the day, those platforms are interested in keeping people on their platform and having their platform grow. And the only way to make that happen is for them to be very, very careful about the content that they allow you to put on their platforms. So, bit of food for thought there. Just to recap, the three pieces of content I want you to be super mindful of right now are rants, complaining, and controversial content. Link sharing, heavy link sharing. This is putting links on vast majority of your posts. And number two is clickbaiting. And that was both elements of clickbaiting. That was uh, sharing things that might be uh, incorrect information that has people clicking on um, security problematic links, but also, of course, uh, leading people away from the platforms under false pretenses. So, just stop. If you're doing any of these, maybe rethink your strategies. We would also love to hear from you as well. We'd love to invite you on into our free Facebook group, uh, Social Media for Direct Sellers with Greg and Sam. This is a place where we're able to support you and help you. And if you've got questions around any of these three types of content, maybe you've observed some of these pieces of content being used on a regular basis and you would love to get some clarity around them or share issues that you can see coming up around these use that group. We would love to hear from you in there. And of course, we're going to keep you up to date with more of this valuable information about what the platforms are uh, doing, how they're changing and what's trending at the moment. But that's it from me today. That's three pieces of content. I'm going to encourage you to stop posting right now. And uh, thank you again for tuning on in. If you love this episode, don't forget to share it. And of course, subscribe. You can listen to all of our podcast episodes, whether it be through Apple, whether it be through YouTube. Um, and of course, we do post them on all of our social media networks as well. So thank you so much for listening on in. And we look forward to seeing you again on here next week. That's it from me. Bye for now. If you love this video and you would love more help to improve your direct selling business on social media, then click on the link to join our Facebook group. I look forward to seeing you in there.